Hey, beautiful creatives, welcome to Life I Design, the podcast. Thanks for joining me, your host, Nikki Tragos. I'm an artist, letterer, instructor, and creative business owner. I started and built Life I Design from home while raising a family and learning how to juggle it all. This podcast is my way of pulling back the curtain and inviting you to step into my home studio so we can get candid about all things art, business, and life, so I can help you create a life that you design. Hey, fellow creative, welcome to episode number six, where I'll be sharing with you some insight on going from hobby to home-based business. What do you think? I just taught a live workshop to a group of creative women where I shared how they could make and design greeting cards to give to friends and to family or to potentially sell to make some extra money at the end of the month. Not everyone in the workshop had the goal of selling their greeting cards, but I encouraged them to stay until the end of the workshop and knew that they'd be inspired by all the ways that they could sell their greeting cards. So we chatted about designing, about supplies, and how easy it was to create multiple revenue streams from a single design. Making greeting cards is a really good example of ways that you can use your art, lettering, and even things like photography to enjoy your creative expression by sharing your art with others. The shift to selling your work is a natural segue if you give it time and energy. So let's think about this for a bit. When we paint as a hobby, after some time, you're surrounded by your artwork and don't know what to do with it, right? Eventually, friends will ask you to paint them something, or maybe you'll start to gift some of your work to friends and family. Often, those same people will want to pay you to paint something specific for them. Natural segue, right? This is the natural shift to how to go from hobby to home-based business when your skills are being recognized and you're starting to create a bit of a demand for your work. Starting a home-based business doesn't have to be daunting and it doesn't even have to be a big undertaking. Sometimes it's as easy as sharing a social media post and letting people know they can buy your stuff. Now, before we dive deeper into selling your art, I wanna point out a few things. So after the workshop, that I taught, it was all about greeting card making design. I was giving them ideas for um, how to look for inspiration and where they could sell their designs. I had someone reach out to me and I thought it was a really good question. So I wanted to share with share it with you here. So the question was, how do you know when your work is good enough to sell? And I thought it was a great question because I don't think I ever really thought about that myself necessarily, but I know as an artist, we tend to shy away from sharing our work publicly. I know that was me for a very long time. It's like sharing a piece of your heart or soul publicly for the first time for the world to dissect, judge, and comment on. I know when I am in my group art shows, I feel the same way because those are normally pieces that I spend a long time on and they tend to be quite different from a lot of the mainstream art that I produce. So it's like I'm, I'm opening up my heart or my soul and putting it on a piece of canvas for people to judge and comment on. So getting over the fear of sharing your work is something that takes time and happens more easily every time you do it. So I remember my first art show, it was quite exciting, I have to say. I did never expected to show in a group setting like that. Um, And every show after that got easier and easier because I was more confident with who I was and I learned that I didn't really worry too much about what other people were saying because art is personal and not everyone will like what you're doing. So once you share your work and see that nothing bad will happen to you, 
you'll actually get positive support and you should be more relaxed about sharing it and do it more often. So when you begin to share your art, you can start getting feedback, feedback on whether it's paintings that you're doing or lettering that you're sharing or photography, again, whatever you want to sell. Listen to the feedback you are getting. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't know if my art's good enough to sell, are there designs that get more love than others? Are your friends, family, followers giving you feedback? Because if they are, that should help you determine if your work's good enough to sell. And another way that you can figure that out is ask people. Ask people who you admire or whose opinions you trust. Ask them to critique your work or to give you feedback. So what I'm encouraging you to do is don't be shy about reaching out to people. We have a natural instinct to help and people love to give you their opinions. So you can also think of it this way. Maybe do a self-critique. Step back from your designs and ask yourself if you would buy it. So if you were creating greeting cards and if it was sitting on a shelf, would you want to pick it up and buy it and give it to someone? So it's another really great way. Do a self-critique. Think about your artwork as a consumer. Otherwise, I'd say just try. Put some paintings out there. Make some greeting cards, letter, whatever your art is. See what sticks. If it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. No biggie. I've had many of those, many of those where I've designed wall art or greeting card or coffee mug, and I thought it was going to be a hit and crickets. So sometimes we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be successful or unnecessary pressure on the outcome causing us to no longer enjoy the creative process, which is why we started making it to begin with, isn't it? So when those designs of mine didn't sell, it didn't stop me. I may have felt shitty for a minute or two, but I just moved on. I was getting orders of products that did speak to people, and that's what I was focusing on, and I learned what people wanted, so I made more of that. Make sense? So how do you know when you're ready to go from hobby to home-based business? Well, it's funny because just this morning I was chatting with a friend during our morning walk and catch up and we chatted about this very thing. And it made me think, it made me think about when I was ready to dive into starting Life I Design. 20 years ago, I wasn't ready. 12 years ago, I was kind of ready. But eight years ago, I was ready. My life was at a point when I was ready to try. I was ready for change. I was ready to disprove the statement of a starving artist. That really irks me, actually. I don't like that statement. I was ready to make money doing what I loved. I was ready to paint and make art and share them with the public. I was ready to try and learn and to see what happens. I can't tell you when is the right time to make the shift from hobby to home-based business, but I suspect that you've been learning, probably exploring, hopefully experimenting and working on your craft. I suspect that you would have confidence in your work and be excited by the idea of making money and making it from home. Again, I can't tell you when it's the right time to make the shift from hobby to home-based business, but what I can tell you is that you can expect some shifts to happen. So here's an example of what it's like making for someone who just paid you versus making your art just for yourself. For a very long time, I would practice lettering a quote that I loved or lyrics that spoke to me, and I wouldn't think twice about the little wiggles or uneven lines, and it would come out near perfect. 
I'd be thrilled with how it looked. I'd stage some photos and share it online without giving it a second thought. I remembered then being hired by someone to letter a family poem. It was a special poem. It was one that her late father would recite, and it became a family treasure. They hired me to write it out in my calligraphy style so that they could frame it and share it at his memorial with his friends and family. Holy pressure. I wanted it to be perfect and legible and beautiful and exceed their expectations. It had so much value for them that I wanted to do at service. So I planned it. I practiced it. I rewrote it until my fingers were covered in ink and my shoulders were sore from sitting at my desk. Think about the pressure of all your strokes needing to be perfect or your lines to be straight or the lettering to be balanced. Never mind spelling errors. That happens constantly. But suddenly, I'm no longer in an ease and flow of creating that lettering that I love to do. But now I have the pressure to produce a piece that's worthy of the price that someone paid for me to do it, but also that does justice to the weight of the meaning behind the family poem. I'm happy to share with you that she loved it. Even though I saw areas that weren't perfect, she didn't. She had tears in her eyes when I delivered it to her. She messaged me after the memorial to share how appreciative she and her siblings were, and I even made her an extra copy, just for her to have one for herself. Always remember that people who are buying your artwork or who are hiring you admire your talent, and they don't look at the work the way you do. They don't look at the tiny imperfections. They appreciate when things are done by hand and knowing that there is an artist who put their heart and soul into it. So don't put the pressure on yourself like I did, but remember that the energy around making your art changes when you go from hobby to home-based business or just business. Okay, but I want to tell you that it is exciting because with every situation like the one I just described, you are growing. You are challenging yourself with time and deliberate practice. Each new commission or each project will be easier and will come more naturally. This is where the exciting shift happens. When you get paid to do what you love and already would do it for free. Imagine what that can mean to you on a daily basis. You get to spend time doing what makes your soul happy and brings you joy anyway. But now you get to share your art with others who are willing to pay for it. I remember another situation. I got hired to teach a calligraphy workshop to a small group of bloggers, and I got paid really well to do it. It was invigorating, rewarding. It was fun and easy. But it wasn't the first time I taught a workshop. I've taught many workshops over the years, and with each experience, I got better, and it flowed, and I got to a point where it was easy, again through that dedicated practice. So if you're at a point in your art where you're cut, go back to sew. So if you are at a point in your art where you are toying with the idea of going from hobby to home-based business, I say go for it. You really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. There's low risk. Your startup costs can be minimal if you do it right. And you can already use your existing social media to start promoting your work. And with this day and age of technology and being able to connect worldwide, you have unlimited means to create multiple streams of income from one piece of artwork. I'll expand on that in another episode. So 
Not to mention when you work from home, you have the freedom to work around your schedule or your family's schedule. You get to work in your PJs if you want to. There's no commute. And you have control over how you want to design your business. It really is freeing. It does take discipline and it does take some new skills, but in the end, it is very rewarding. Like I said, there's lots of behind the scenes stuff around starting a home-based business, but take baby steps and feel out what transitions you need to make to go from hobby to business and what that looks like for you. So maybe do some research, take a class, join groups, and learn what a home-based business looks like for you. And remember, you can always pivot, change direction, and even make a different type of art. I went from creating really lettering, heavy, calligraphy-based art to making a lot of watercolor and mixed-media pieces now. That's, again, another benefit of having a home-based business that you create and that you design. As long as you're enjoying the process and having fun with what you're creating, all that businessy stuff, it'll come. And even on days when it feels hard or challenging, you always have your art to uplift you and to light a fire under you so that you can do more of what you love. So if you're wondering about making the shift from hobby to home-based business and are curious about what the process looks like, I want to hear about it. Send me an email, comment on my podcast page, or send me a DM, whatever. Just let me know what questions you have, and I'll come back to this topic again and dive deeper into the process. For now, thanks for tuning into the podcast. It's been an interesting journey so far, and your messages and encouragement have been so inspiring to me. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please, I ask that you share it with a friend or leave us a five-star review so that it helps others find the podcast too. So good luck with your hobby and your creative process. I hope you have a very creative week and I'll see you in the next episode.